This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan right now. Brought to you by Ford and your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. We bring to you Dallas Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, guys. How you doing? We're doing well. We're doing well. I imagine you are doing well, too. I was curious. Obviously, it felt like a must-win game yesterday. Was there anything that you saw from a play perspective that gave you particular encouragement rolling into the playoffs? Oh, I just think the guys knew how important it was. I mean, we've given, uh, you know, got ourselves in a great position to be able to play in the final week to, uh, uh, you know, to win that home field advantage, you get the number two seed, obviously you always gunning to be the one seed, but certainly, uh, you know, to end up where we ended up uh, getting to play and control our own destiny and, uh, you know, have the chance to ultimately, uh, uh, obviously played the first game at home, and if we can have success, play a second game at home. So, And then we'll see if, if we can keep going. But uh, uh, certainly I think uh, the team played well uh, for the most part the entire season. I think we're gelling at the right time. I think yesterday we overcame a few uh, mistakes, but uh, we're able to ultimately play a very sound football both sides of the ball. I thought Dak and the offense moved the ball very well. Uh, throughout the game, uh, other than the one tip pass that got picked, uh, uh, you know it was a uh, you know pretty perfect game in terms of how the offense played and defense the same way. I thought they played well. Uh, you know, but Washington team's always going to give you fits when you go to Washington and play. Coach Rivera, wish him nothing but the best. He's one of the uh, really top coaches to uh, coach in this league, and I have nothing but respect for him. And he always has his teams prepared and. I just felt like it was a big win for us. You're talking about the offense. How impressed were you by the offensive line play in this game? And how are we feeling about the potential for Tyler Smith in the playoffs? Yeah, I think it was just a great performance. Two young guys, college free agents stepping up. Coach Solari's done an amazing job getting those guys prepared. Uh, you know, Jerry and I were talking to him before the game. He had complete confidence. Uh, not only uh, in T.J. Bass, but also uh, Hoffman. And, uh, you know, they just stepped up and, and, and did a great job. Felt like Dak had uh, uh, time uh, most of the game. And, uh, uh, you know, it's great to know you have those young guys coming uh, in your organization. But uh, certainly feel like, uh, obviously, we'll only get better when you get a, a Zach Martin, who's an all-pro, and uh, get Tyler Smith back. Uh, you know, the line should be back full force and ready to go. Uh, to start the playoffs. So feel really good about that. And I feel really good about uh, Tyler uh, being able to play, uh, you know, against the Packers uh, at at and stadium on uh, Sunday afternoon. I, I know there's a, a lot of different areas, Stephen, that you could kind of point to, but uh, what are the biggest areas that you've seen this team evolve and get closer to kind of the ideal uh, team that you, you guys wanted to see you and McCarthy wanted to see? Well, I think the bit biggest thing yesterday was to see the running game really uh, come around. I uh, thought Tony Pollard had a great game. thought Rico ran the ball well. 
uh, really thought, uh, you know, we'd, uh, you know, played, you know, really sound, uh, well-rounded football in terms of uh, all the phases of offense. Certainly Dak and CT continue uh, to play at a high level. Uh, Ferguson uh, making plays as usual out there from the tight end spot. And then, of course, the rest of the receiving core stepping up and making plays. So, you know, I, I do think this offense still can get better as we start our playoffs here and, uh, you know, feel really good about it. On the defensive side, I thought we did a, uh, you know, good job stopping the run and uh, uh, certainly, uh, you know, had our signature turnover plays. Uh, certainly Bland stepping up again with a yeah. uh, a big pick uh, uh, there uh, to end the drive for uh, the commanders. But uh, in general, I just think this team's heading in the right direction. So, Stephen, I know you just mentioned you play Sunday afternoon against the Green Bay Packers. That game will be broadcast on Fox Television and here on 105.3. Uh, you're home of the Dallas Cowboys, your division champs, Dallas Cowboys. Are you happy that it's a Sunday? Last year, you guys had the Monday night game, if I recall, against Tampa Bay, which then gave you a short week to get ready for San Francisco. Do you like having Sunday where you get the full week to prepare and then most likely, I'm assuming, a full week for uh, the next game if you guys advance? Absolutely. We're really pleased with our time slot. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, you know, playing on Fox there, uh, I think they uh, really, uh, insist, you know, really wanted to have us uh, as their game. And uh, playing on a Sunday afternoon, I think it gives us, as you said, the full week, a normal week to prepare. And uh, then a normal week again uh, to prepare the next week. So uh, I think it's an optimal uh, spot to play. Uh, I think it gives our fans plenty of time to get ready for the game. Uh, you know, the 325 kick. So, you'll have plenty of time to get out uh, to the stadium and get ready to uh, uh, give us that home field advantage. They've been uh, so uh, so amazing in terms of uh, the atmosphere they're creating at AT&T Stadium, the comfort uh, that our players and our team have uh, playing at AT&T Stadium. It's certainly a, a home field advantage for us. And, you know, the way it's uh, played out, it's certainly where we play our best football. Talk to Stephen Jones right here on 105 through the fan. I, I know Brandon Aubrey has been incredible, incredible, incredible. Was there ever Don't you any, do this? I just did do you not get, did you get nervous for just a second when after the block field goal he clanged one off of the post? Did you get nervous at all after that? Not at all. I mean, this guy's got the great nervous system. Uh, you know, if anything, sometimes it's better <laughs> to get that one out of the way. Uh because uh you know, I think even, you know, we play the, the network feed uh, in our suite as well. And I know every time before he kicks, they show up there that he hadn't missed a field goal all year. And uh, you wonder if the jinx is coming. And certainly good to get that one behind us and move on. I would have liked to have seen him get that NFL record. I think that Vanderjack uh, held of 37 for 37. But, uh, you know, he's just amazing. You know, coming from the soccer field to, uh, you know, probably ultimately going to be the all pro kicker this year for the NFL. Uh, you know, what a great story. And uh, I know our team does. I know our coaching staff and other organization has complete confidence uh, in, in him that he's going to make the kick when you have to have it. Uh, we were laughing there in the box that maybe we just need to back him up to about 50 yards every time. And, uh, <laughs> he seems to kick it even better the further out he gets, but uh, it's an amazing success story and complete confidence in him. How are you feeling about Gilmore's healthier? Feel really good. I mean, uh, you know, he's the ultimate pro. Uh, he knows, uh, uh, you know, how to get himself prepared. Uh, 
unfortunate that, uh, you know, that shoulder came out, but they were able to get it back in. Uh, we certainly had the MRIs this morning and feel like, uh, you know, he should do nothing but improve and be ready to play uh, against the Packers on Sunday. Kevin thinks that if a shoulder pops out a socket uh, and then they just put it back in and he says he's good to go, that's just the craziest thing in the world. What's the craziest injury that you've seen somebody just go back out on the field and start playing that with? Well, I've seen some guys with ACLs that they didn't know they had them and they thought they twinged their knee and they go back out and they play and then they what? their oh. knees unstable. <laughs> I think Michael Irvin actually did that and figured out, boy, something's not right here. And, uh, uh, you know, the will to want to play, the will that these athletes have to want to compete just uh, amazes me. But, uh, uh, you know, how uh, ready they are to get right back out on the field. Certainly, I know Tyler was doing everything he could to play this week after tearing his plantar fascist. But, uh, uh, you know, it's ama- I'm just uh, amazed. I think, you know, one of the toughest guys we've had through here is Tank Lawrence. And, uh, uh, you know, he just doesn't miss. And uh, he fights through injuries. He's a, you know, he's he's an amazing athlete and has an amazing desire to compete and play at a high level. But uh, hats off to these athletes who play through uh, pain and injury. Absolutely, man. They're different. They uh, they are built different, that's for sure. Now, I, I did hear Jerry uh, yesterday talk a little bit about like the mentality going into this game and what they did, all the preparation, all the prep work. How much does that change, I mean, from regular season to playoff for this week and this week's focus and, and what these guys have to, where their their minds have to be? I just think uh, everybody knows what's at stake here. It's a you know single elimination. Uh, you win, you move on. You lose, you go home. And uh, I know our guys know what's at stake here. Uh, we know, uh, you know, uh, it's Dak. Uh, I read where Dak wouldn't even put his NFC championship hat on because, uh, you know, his, his, his sights and his goals are on a whole lot more than winning the East. So uh, these guys know how important this is. Uh, I know it'll be preparation as usual, but the intensity and the focus, uh, I think it'll be uh, undeniable, uh, you know, as you move around out there around the star this week. Uh, uh, certainly uh, our guys are focused. The st- Mike and his staff have them focused. And, uh, you know, I expect us to play at a high level. That was his specific quote after the game. He goes, I'm looking for something a little bit more, which I really, really like. Uh, did you guys consider – quarantining Zach Martin so we could be done with this illness that seems to have been oh, going around this team for like three weeks now. Y'all have had people that have gotten knocked out or knocked down with that illness. Well, it's, uh, you know, it has moved through the locker room. Hopefully it's coming to a close. Uh, you know, we, uh, we offered up to, uh, if, if we needed to keep Zach away from the team to have a plane, uh, fly Zach home solo, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, I think he probably got through, unfortunately, the rough part of it, you know, earlier that day and, you know, throughout the game, hopefully he was getting a lot better, which he was, uh, you know, once they were able to get him the proper meds and the things he needed to get well. So hopefully uh, we're going to put that in the rear view mirror. That was unfortunate. Uh, no one wanted to play that game more than him. Uh, we've had players, as you said, their mental toughness is supreme. I mean, uh, you know, certainly Micah played with a, uh, a flu bug. His had started to look, you know, the day before on a Saturday, and you know these things do get better. And he was able to get out there and give an amazing effort to play. And I know Zach was wanting to do the same thing, but unfortunately, he was on the, he was uh, his was going the other direction, and 
just didn't feel like it was in his best interest or our best interest for him to be out there. Cowboys fans are stoked today after a dominating victory, the NFC East title. Y'all have now had three straight 12 and five seasons. All of those are super positive things. But the other side of it is, does that mean anything without the matching playoff success? Well, I, everybody knows that's what we want to accomplish. And I think that was reading between the lines. That's what Dak was uh, certainly has his eye on his success in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we got a little taste of it last year when we beat the Bucks, but not near enough. And uh, I know, uh, you know, I know what our guys have, have their eyes on. The organization uh, has its eyes on, and that's to be world champions, but it's one game at a time. We got to start with the Packers. Certainly, uh, Mike's playing against his old team, and uh, that'll that'll have some uh, certainly some spiciness to it, if you will. But uh, it's one game at a time. Uh, this uh, love uh, playing for the Packers, playing quarterback there, has had an amazing uh, first year as a starter, and uh, we're going to have our hands full. So we got to be prepared. We got to go out and execute and and play if uh, we want to win. And appreciate the time as always, and hopefully we're continuing this journey next week as well. Hey, great being on, guys, and uh, look forward to a big week. There you go. Dallas Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones right there. Two things, Corey. I think Gilmore is going to be good to go in this offensive line, full force and ready to go for the start of the playoffs. And it sounds like they feel pretty confident in their backup offensive line right now, it's, at least in the those yeah. guard spots. You know, they feel like they got the work done there for potential future. Wow. Like and Dak that. wants to win. Dak did the he did the Dirk, right? <laughs> he did the Dirk where he was just like, I don't want that trophy. I have one of those trophies. And if you're curious, tickets. Has, they give trophies out for Well, that? I mean, it was a hat, but even still. The, the, it's like a trophy. Uh, Detroit hung a banner I'll up tell for you it, what, dude. If they would have spelt it backwards and upside down, he would have won. He would have won. Oh, my God. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.